When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here we go! There's only four words. This is something something Bronco. This one's for Pat. Let's go. Guys, just smell the song. There's only one person that carries the ball right here. Yeah. Tim Tebow back in the system. Third. Oh my God. Denver's got a touchdown. Picked off by the Bronco. Ah 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 Featuring Mile High Reports, Mike DeSico. And Jess Place. Welcome to Something Something Broncos. Oh, mother. Oh, mother. Oh, Hello, everybody, and welcome to Something Something Broncos. I am Jeff Place, joined by Mike DeSico. Did you find your smile, Mike? This week, I think they finally killed my spirit enough that I don't care. It was awful and another gut punch. And I'm not sure I care. And I can't remember ever saying that about a Broncos game, a team, but I'm not sure I care. That's how dreadful things are. Demon phase me. Whatever. Lose again. Well, it's going to be interesting because the, the Broncos are going to host the Jet on a short week because why not? Monday Night Football, yeah. And, you know, they've been booing at home. I have a sense that they're, they're, they may be like you, that they just don't care and they just won't show up. I mean, they left it overtime, Before overtime in the yeah. last game. So, like, it's so depressing. I mean, I, I'm 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 sad because I, I mean, I'm sad because of the Broncos, but I'm I'm just sad because it's like, wow, how far we have fallen. Like the once proud franchise, and now now it's just it's just ass. It's just straight up ass, like in our face, and it's 
It's awful. Like, where do you want to start? You want to start with uh, Hackett or Russell Wilson? You want to talk a little Melvin Gordon? I mean, really, like, there's so much to cover. I've never been big on the Melvin Gordon hate, so let's get that one out of the way. People on Twitter were like, oh, he was sad he didn't get to play. I'm like, shouldn't he be? You know, he thought he could help. He's a professional athlete. Of course he thinks he can help his team when I just didn't get the hate for Melvin being bummed he wasn't out there playing. He I, he can't be surprised, right? I mean, he did. He can't he be did surprised. Fumble sure. three straight games, and then he put it on the turf in a fourth game. But yeah. it, but for the grace of how he fell, his knee was down, and so it was not a fumble. Yeah, I don't. I just for some reason I have this soft spot for Melvin that I'm like, yeah, he should be one to get their play. I'd be more upset if he wasn't disappointed. If he was like laughing after the game, like, hey, whatever, you know, coach gets to do, and I still get paid. I'd be more upset if that was his case. So I don't get the, you said that it's of all the people to blame. There's so much blame to go around and he just seems to get more than he deserves. And he deserves some blame, but well, I don't know. Not, I just, this, not I this last game. Cause he didn't, he last game, two, no. two carries and he That's didn't fumble. So, I mean, really it's, things are looking up. That's what I'm saying. This last game, Monday night football on Twitter, when I perused it, there's going to be more people taking shots at Melvin, a guy who hardly played than all the people who did play and produced that God awful performance. And that just seems weird. It's because he's, you know, liking all these tweets about, you know, how he's been wronged and all like that's not a good look. Uh, There was that. And then his post game comments. And and it's like, you know, yeah, ride some pine for a little bit, dude. Like, hold on to the ball. Like, I I don't feel bad for you. Like, I'm sorry. Like, but but you are right. I mean, it's not it's not about his bad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you, if you're gonna fumble, you're gonna you're not gonna get less playing time. The last week they had to kind of play him because Latavius was not ready. But this week, obviously, Latavius was ready to go. Um, I get it, but I don't know. I'm just so tired of the same crap. You know, it's the Monday after the game, or in this case, the Tuesday after the game. You got Hackett. It starts with me as a coach. I have to be better. Well, fuck you. You do. Start doing it. Russ, it's on me. We have to be better. Fuck you. Start doing it. You know, you go to Judy and you see all these Instagram posts of him running routes all year long and then he can't get open during a game. I'm just so tired of hearing the same damn excuses every Monday, Tuesday, Friday, whatever it is, the day after the game. Put up or shut up. And I'm at the point where now just shut up because you cannot put up. So shut up. Show us with your actions, not with your words, because I'm tired of hearing all the... Before the game, I was listening to uh, KOA. I was driving around town and I I had it pulled up on my phone. Uh And they had an interview with uh, Russell Wilson. And it was just platitude after platitude. You know, you know, you gotta, you gotta execute the plan and you gotta really, you know, and it's just... It's just like, like you say, like, shut up, man. Like, just shut up and just go play. And and they couldn't play. Like, they could not get it together. I, I mean, where do we go now? We've covered, we've covered Melvin. Let's, let's talk a little, a little Russell Wilson or Hackett. Which direction? Who are you most angry at now? You know, I'm going to say Russ and I'll tell you why. Because I expect more out of Russ and I don't expect anything out of Hackett. You know, that'd be like me saying, oh, my 10 year old twins aren't very good at driving heavy machinery well they're not supposed to be good i have no faith that they will be good but i have expectations that russ will be good at being a quarterback and so that's what hurts more because he should be better he should be putting the team on his shoulder and carrying us across the goal line like he's he's missing easy passes and granted the offensive line was tissue paper 
thin. They couldn't stop a stiff breeze. It was insanely bad, and he was running for his life a lot. But he still misses open receivers. He holds on to the ball too long. Just the stark contrast between Herbert and Russ was it was night and day. And Herbert didn't have a great game because he was playing against an insanely good defense. But watching him, he's six six, so it's easy for him to stand in there, see the open receiver, and hit him. But he seemed to be a functioning NFL quarterback versus a desperate NFL quarterback. And you don't go anywhere if you're desperate. Russ seems desperate. I don't know. Like you see these pictures of of, of his teammates kind of like side-eyeing him from the sidelines. And I know those are out of context and all that, but sure, it's, it's like, does he have the support of the locker room? I mean, Did he's you see not, the video? he's not, what video? There's a video. If, he was standing outside the locker room as everybody's walking in. Oh, I and, like, did. And most of the people just walked right past him. He was trying to high five everybody, and he just most people walked right past him. Yeah, um, and he and he made the comment this morning. I saw on Twitter, "Oh, the locker room is completely united, and this and that." If the locker room is united, you don't have to say that. It's just the fact that you're having to address it probably means that it's not. Yeah, a, a united I mean? locker room doesn't need to be talked about. Like you, sh- it's yeah. sh- it's shown by the play on the field. Like it, they're united, it, they're united in the losses. They're united in their universal distaste for the coach and quarterback play. And, you know, but let's not be completely unfair to Hackett, who is in completely over his head. And I wouldn't blame him if they fired him. But did you see these quotes by about Justin Simmons? He says, we all know what the definition of insanity is. We can't keep doing the same thing week in and week out. I think things are going to change. Saying it's all about leadership. Being Justin Simmons, you know, he's like talking about leadership like him. He wants to do better because he's such a stand-up guy. But there's got to be something in there where it's like, he's talking about Hackett. Of course, yeah. Keep, it's, we can't keep doing the same thing. This is insane. It starts with leadership. He's not talking about the special teams captain. Like, McManus no. is doing great. Like, you yeah. know, like, this is this is, this is a, a, an indictment of, uh, of Hackett. Pat Sertan, cool as a cucumber sort of a guy, and he was slamming his Hamlet on the field after that uh, last field goal goes, goes through. It's like if you've lost Sertan, if even Sertan has blown his cool, that's like the canary in the coal mine. And Simmons making these comments, those are two pretty damning things. Because if you lost those two unquestioned leaders, even though Sertan's a second year, he leads just by his player in the field and his reputation. If you lost those two, what do you got left? I don't know. This seems like the sort of thing where you'd like you need to make a a house cleaning. You know, Reisner was a second-round pick who is a local boy and kind of has that Phil, Philip Lindsay glow about him. That oh, he's a local guy, and we all love him. But he seems to be a liability at this point. Albert O got benched. Judy has I love Judy. He's been phenomenally disappointing. And at some point, you figure, do the Broncos hold a fire sale? Do they say, hey, if somebody's going to give me a fourth rounder for Jerry Judy or a sixth rounder for Daryl Re- Dalton Reisner, do you take it? Oh do you yeah. Start, do you start making moves? That this was my uh my my morning article on Monday. It was the trade deadline is November 1st. And so that puts um two more games on the schedule. We we play uh the Jets this weekend and then the following weekend on the 30th we play Jacksonville in London. And I have a sense and this is just me. Like I, I I have a sense that it's going to be a fire sale because we only have five picks in the 2023 draft. We have, we have two picks. thirds, a fourth, a fifth, and a seventh. And 
you need to have picks like if not now win like start accumulating those picks so that you can make some moves so that you can improve because i mean two wins by week six is not getting it done and forget it like it, you can't be married to any of these guys but let's be realistic here because i saw on twitter somebody was like you know trade reisner for a third round pick or we gotta trade all these guys who are taking these players um people know denver's gonna have a fire sale and savvy gms all around the league are having a sus- suspicion that it might happen that gives them the power, not George. So who, I mean, outside of trading like Sertan or maybe even Chubb because pass rushers have so much value or Sutton, you're not getting good picks for any of these people. Nobody's giving anything above like a fifth or a sixth for a Jerry Judy or not even maybe even a sixth or seventh for like a Reisner. So who are we actually trading that has any value? Albert O's value is just torpedo, just tanked. It's at the bottom of the ocean. Nobody's giving up anything of real value for him. Well, it's and like, Melvin Gordon is probably on his way out too. Like, yeah, I mean, it's if, like if, if I had to identify two, it would be Alberto and Melvin Gordon. Yeah, but he, both of those guys, it's like Alberto and a seventh rounder in exchange for a sixth rounder. That's the sort of thing you're getting back. So it's not like that's going to... Nobody out there is fetching a second round pick or let alone a first round pick or a third round pick. I, I don't know. Like, are there... Any, so the question is, are, is it worth giving up Judy on his rookie contract for a fourth rounder? Dalton Reisner still on his rookie contract. Giving him up for a seventh rounder, is it worth it? I mean, what moves do you actually make? And who's and what realistically do you think you can get back? You have no choice. You have to get the pick and you have to clear up the cap space. That's, I mean, that, and, and those rookie contracts aren't going to clear up very much, no. <laughs> very much cap space, but you have to position yourself for success next year. And, and with five picks, first pick in the third round, which, I mean, if we, if we're, if we're as bad as, as it looks like we are, like it, it, it we could be giving like a top five pick to Seattle. Like, Seattle is laughing all the way to the bank right now. Let's say this was last year, Teddy or Drew had put these six games on tape. We'd be demanding the backup quarterback come in. And rightfully so. Nobody's suggesting, does Ripping get a chance? You know, because we have the shoulder injury. We have now a hamstring. Is it worth it to be like, yeah, Russ can't play this week. We're going to let Ripping go. Not to bench him, but to give him a week to get his head right, so to speak. If it was any other quarterback besides the $250 million Russell Wilson, the backup is probably starting this week, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. If this was if this was Drew or Teddy or Joe Flacco or Case, Case Keenum, Keenum or Paxton Lynch or Trevor Simeon or any of them, really. Brock Osweiler. Yeah. I think you would be clamoring for the backup. And I think some people are. I mean, is it fair to say Rippin should get a look? Two questions. Is benching Russ a viable option? And is firing Hackett a viable option? Because what do you have if you make either of those moves? You cannot bench Russell Wilson. You can't, especially if you're Hackett. Like that that shows that you like have completely lost control of everything. Yeah. Like if you can't make it work with the $250 million quarterback, then why are you there? Um, I, I, I agree. And I don't think Russ was the problem. I think if the offensive line was even average, I don't say we probably win the game. No, we'll probably win the game. I'll say we'll probably win the game if the offensive line was even average. Um, but every time they showed a replay, no receivers were getting open either. And is that the receivers? Is that the scheme? I don't know. But I, I tend to agree. You don't bench Russell. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
but do you fire Hackett? There's no veteran coach on staff who's ready to step in and be a caretaker. No, it's it, it, no. And, and to be honest, the only thing, the only reason why you keep Hackett in his place is uh, for Ajiro Evero. Like you've got to keep him in his position under his contract um, because he's, he's the only thing that's good about this team right now. Yes, a hundred percent. And so if you, if you start messing with the coaching staff, and I mean, you, you want to promote him to be the head coach? No, you can't. You can't do that. Yeah. Like, well, th- then you you might have a hack at two a coach who's not ready, and it's like you're doing so well in your role. Let's keep you there. I agree with you a hundred percent. Well, you know the the Dom Capers or or the the who's the outside consultant? The, that guy. Yeah, like let guy. him let him. I mean, he's already doing the heavy lifting so well, that we can we, have the offensive genius call the game and when, yeah. When we fired McDaniels, we promoted that running backs coach to head coach. Eric Studisville, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and we survived, I guess, but I don't know. But here's the one thing I want to say. I've seen it so much on Twitter and stuff. Sean Payton is not walking through that door. Oh, Sean no. Sean Payton no. can have any job he wants. Coaches, teams will fire their coach to hire him. Sean Payton is not coming to a team with a washed quarterback and no draft picks for the next three years. And not only a washed quarterback, but a washed quarterback with $50 million a year hung around his neck. Sean Payton is not coming to save us. And nor should he. He could go to a dozen better opportunities. So just please stop with the Sean Payton stuff. It's not happening. 2015 Broncos. Sure. He he could have come, but no. No, not 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 2022 Broncos and certainly not 2023, 24 or 25. We are stuck with Russell Wilson. It has to work. And, and, and uh, you know, I was thinking about this. If we made the switch, if we got rid of Hackett, then s- someone, anyone, it doesn't matter really who it is, can come in and be like, Melvin, we need you, bud. Like, r- this is a reset. Jerry, this is a reset. Justin Simmons, this is a reset. All of the players, Pat Sertan, all the players that seem are, seem to be upset. You could you could pull them back in yeah. by replacing the coach and saying, "This is a reset. I believe in you guys. Yeah, we let's make you. something happen." Yeah. Well, I, here's the thing. I'm almost disappointed that those players you mentioned, Simmons, Sertan, have not revolted. At some point, somebody on this team, and by that I mean the defense, has to stand up and say, enough of this shit. I'm tired of this. We're doing everything we can, and then we have to stand on the sidelines and watch three and out after three and out, run, run, incompletion, punt. I'm almost disappointed nobody stood up and said anything. I bet they are behind closed doors, and it's only a matter of time before it... I mean, it's already starting to ooze underneath those closed doors. The door, yeah. yeah. It's only a matter of time, and and let's be honest, the, the, the Jets game this weekend is um, they're actually pretty good. They've got some young talent and uh, I, I kind of like that sauce Gardner fella. And they just beat the Packers in Lambeau, which is something the Jets don't do very often. So oh, the, and the Colts beat the Chiefs. So every dog has its day. Everybody, uh, every dog has its day, day except the Broncos. So it's going to get worse than it, before it gets better because the no draft picks, the contract. And let's take that back to a smaller scale. This season is going to get worse because we just finished the easy part of the schedule. Yeah. Um, it's going to get worse because the Jets actually playing well. Jacksonville, not necessarily a great team, but we have to travel to London to play them. That's not going to be easy. The easy part of the schedule when we all sat down before the season is done. Tennessee, and Vegas, Carolina, Baltimore, Kansas City, Arizona, Rams, Kansas City, Chargers. So there you go. Kansas City twice, the Rams, the Ravens, the Raiders and the Chargers again. It's 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 not going to be good. And it, when we lose to Carolina, 
<laughs> and Arizona too. <laughs> that's yeah. that's going to be the kick to the pills. I haven't seen anything that leads me to believe that the Broncos are going to do anything more. Exactly. And that's all you want, right? It's just a little glimmer of hope. Like, oh my God, you know, they lost, but they showed some fight. There's something there. You know, to quote Marty Schottenheimer, there's a gleam. There's a gleam. There's something you can grab hold of and say, we got this. No, there's not none of that. It, it, we're we're trying to scrape the gleam off of our shoe. And, and the defense was is so good. Pat Sertan, he's the best cornerback in the league. One of the top five, ten defensive players in the league, probably. We have that, but the coaching and offense are so overwhelmingly bad that it even dulls that shine. We can't even appreciate how the one good thing we have. That's all we see is the defense because the offense isn't out there long enough to be to be noticed. It's uh, they yeah. Exactly. Three and out, and then they're done. They go back off, and and then you know we hear some more platitudes about how great things are going. So we we haven't even touched on the special teams and how we actually oh. lost the game. The the Chargers guy who blocked PJ Locke into Washington, brilliant though he did it on purpose. And what a smart play! And it wasn't Washington's fault. And some people were like giving Washington crap on Twitter last night. It's like PJ Locke, don't send up set up so close to your returner that the guy can like shove you into him and win the game. I've never seen that before to lose a game, but you know, we're finding new ways. We find new ways. Yeah. Uh, Well, I feel like we should, we should wrap it up real quick. Score prediction for the jets. This is where we're playing in Denver. We're playing in Denver in front of a hostile crowd of (laughs) 50,000, 20,000, no shows, 20 to seven jets. The jets will win 14 to 13. I'm wildly optimistic the Broncos can score 13, but I, I said 17 to 7. And the only reason I think the Jets can score 17 is because I think the Broncos offense will do enough to lose the field position battle that the defense will play well and give up a touchdown they shouldn't. This defense is historic. We won a Super Bowl with a defense this good. And here we are. Yeah. Well, that season, all the balls went our way. And this season, they are not. And that's yeah. the difference. Oh, yeah. the glory days. May they return again soon. Was it worth it? If you knew, like, we'll let you win the Super Bowl, but the next 10 years will just be one slap in the face after another. Would you have done it? Yeah, I would have. Yeah. Yeah. Super yeah Bowl me too. Me yeah. too. You got to, you so, got to go. I mean, that's a, a, you know, a third feather in the cap and you got to celebrate all the feathers. Yeah. We may not have sucked, but I mean, would you have wanted eight and eight or eight and nine seasons instead? Well, no, but the only good part about going 4-13 and 13 would be we're going to get a good draft pick. We're going to turn this stuff around, and we don't even have that. That's kind of been our uh, the thing we've hung our hat on these last few years, and now, now we don't. Well, when we get those day three draft picks, you know what I noticed? I don't care. Uh, the last two uh, overtimes, um, they send out. Brandon McManus for the coin flip, which, you know, on his face, it's like, sure, Russell Wilson needs to probably look at the tablet and figure out how he's going to go three and out to begin the overtime period. You have to have um, all your three and outs scripted. You don't yeah, just go yeah. over there un- unprepared, <laughs> you know? That's the uh, Pat Shermer uh, came up with that, I think. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you get the $250 million captain, Walter Payton, man of the year guy. He's got the patch. He's got so many patches on the front of his jersey that show that he's a leader. Why don't you send him out for the coin flip? Like, he's the face of your franchise. I, I think you're right. He is. He's talking with the coaches and looking over players, I hope. And McManus, they're like, you're, you're not doing anything. Get the fuck out there. Take Corliss with you if you want. I don't care. But go out there and call something. We don't even care. I don't know. We won the coin flip. Uh, on on Monday and uh, still lost. All right. So you've been listening to something, something Broncos. I am Jess Place. 
and disappointed. Uh, and he is disappointed and Mike DeSico. And we are disappointed in the Broncos together along with the rest of Broncos country. However, we will be here every week to break down just how disappointed we are. So be sure to like and subscribe wherever you get your Denver Broncos podcasts, Mile High Report, family of podcasts. It's a lot of fun. And maybe next week we'll be disappointed in a different way. Ooh. So that's something to look forward to. Oh, well, I, I did not have uh, special teams on the bingo card this week. So so yeah, stay tuned. Oh, my God. Let's try.